and welcome to Witchy Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Danae Sweet, and this is episode 74. Today, I have an amazing guest on. Her name is Melissa Caprio. She is an author, photographer, radio host, and creator of Postcards to the Universe, a global movement for manifestation. She uses her artistry and photography skills for a new take on manifestation, and I found her whole uh, way of doing this absolutely refreshing and I know you're going to love it. This way of manifestation is something I can totally see myself integrating into my witchcraft practice. So I cannot wait to share this interview with you. Um, just a little bit before that, um, there's really no updates here. <laughs> um, a lot of people have been just wondering how I am. I'm overwhelmed, just like everyone else. Um, I did go to a uh, Black Lives Matter rally in a town not too far from here. And it was eye-opening, to say the least. There was a lot of great supporters. We just kind of stood out on this corner, a really busy intersection in in a town not too far from here, and had our signs and showed our support. And it was amazing how many people, though, did yell racial slurs and flip us off. Or, um, I know you people that are in the the country will understand this phrase or they like to roll coal on us which means like take their big giant trucks and like rub the engine and make black smoke come out um on us it was i don't know that kind of it it was just eye-opening kind of pissed me off when they do that and i tried not to take it personally it's just people not being educated enough to make a good decision (laughs) Um, I did realize a couple things about myself that I wanted to share with you guys because I do try to live pretty transparent and kind of just I want to live authentically and let you guys know what's going on with me. So I'm sitting there and I have two two signs that I made. I made one that had like the rainbow background for Pride Month with uh, a little a fist on it to represent uh, the BLM movement. So I kind of combined the two movements. I found a, a, an example online and made it glittery, of course. <laughs> and then I had one that said, which is against racism, and it had the, uh, a sigil on it that I had found. Um, and that one was glittery too. And I found myself feeling very uncomfortable because at the rally, at first, um, I was the only person representing the LGBTQ community and it was my first time really going out as a member of it so it kind of made me feel vulnerable but not terrible um and i sat there and i had my sign and then i grabbed uh the other one the witches against racism one and i definitely felt uncomfortable which was weird for me um holding it because i was the only witch there i got lots of questions (laughs) from the other protesters like hey what's that mean what is that about and i it took it i took it as a opportunity to educate them on what um what that is who who witches are um kind of a very short abridged uh definition of a witch or and a pagan because that's what i am um so anyway then of course my gemini brain had to overthink things once i got home and i started thinking about how i live in my social media life and my podcast life and I'm very transparent. Um, I think everybody <laughs> that listens to this or is on my public social media knows that I am a 
eclectic pagan witch. I'm also bisexual and I'm a mom, I'm a wife. <laughs> um, they know that I'm a supporter of Black Lives Matter and that I am a feminist and um, supporter and member of the LGBTQ community. All of that is very like transparent. Um, but in my regular life, um, everybody here knows I'm a witch, pretty much. I mean, if they've been around me, I don't try to hide it. I wear symbols. Um, they probably think I'm a Satanist, but <laughs> because I've worn a pentacle and the first thing people think of here is a Satanism. Um, I wear witchy shirts. Um, it's funny, the rumors when we first moved here was that I was a vampire witch, which would be so cool. Um, and I'm okay with all of that. Um, and then I realized while I was at the march or the rally that, like, my personal Facebook page, I do not share near as much witchy stuff. I don't share anything about myself being a member of the queer community. Um, I post that I'm in support of or, um, ally, that kind of stuff, but I've never really posted on my page that I am bisexual. And I had this long talk with my husband, which, like, basically his nice, grounded, very simple thought, like, he's not simple, but the way he thinks is not near as crazy and convoluted as the way my brain works. So I'm explaining this all to him, and you could see, like, the smoke coming out of his ears, and he just, like, went blank. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Because I was frustrated. Like, to live authentically, do I have to, like, send out an email or announce it on Facebook? Or, like, what do I have to do? And that was a very big struggle. I cried. I <laughs> I don't know. I, I really, really struggled that day with what am I supposed to do? I want you guys to know that I live authentically, that I walk the walk. But when it comes to that, I'm a little, I'm afraid, let's be honest. I'm afraid of what my, my father's really the only family that I have much contact with. And let's just be honest, he really doesn't think much of me because of my life choices. But he still has contact with me. We go out to eat and whatever. My grandma, who is like 92 years old, is alive and well. And she doesn't understand much of what I do. And everybody shelters her pretty much from it. But if I came out to everybody and my grandma found out. I really don't think that she would be upset by it, but I don't want to do my grandma any undue stress. She's going to be 93 years old and that's insane. Um, I don't want the news of, I don't know, my sexual preference to like give her a freaking heart attack or something. So all these things are going on in my head. Like I want to be who I say I am, but I'm a little afraid. I don't hide it necessarily. I mean, I talk about it with friends. I haven't hidden the fact that I am, but <clears throat> I haven't like come out and announced it to everybody except for this podcast, except for thousands of people that aren't in my everyday life, <laughs> um, which is honestly not near as scary. So I struggled with that. I ended up getting some amazing advice from somebody very special and they talk me down off my ledge and let me know that it's okay to do this in phases. I, they said, how did they word it? They said that coming out is not just a one step process. 
and that really made me feel better <laughs> that I there wasn't like some major proclamation that I had to do. I do want to talk to my dad personally because he's the only one that I feel like I need to tell for some reason. I mean, he really doesn't honestly, it's none of his business, but I feel like he should know at some point. Anyway, so this person definitely helped me because they showed me that my online and my podcast life does not have to be um, the same as my personal life. Like there are some, some things that I can keep personal and still be authentic for you guys. And I, that, I don't know why, but that just like lifted all this pressure off of my shoulders and I quit crying and... Anyway, I want to thank you very much <laughs> for helping me because I didn't understand it and I don't really have anybody around close that has ever gone through something like this. And I'm 41 years old going through this, so I feel like I'm so late to the show because, to be honest, I knew that I was bisexual clear back in high school. Um, so it's something that I've kept relatively quiet <laughs> until now. Or until whatever it was, like a month or two ago. <laughs> so anyway, enough about that. Let's get on <laughs> with the interview. I just had to share that. I just really wanted to let you guys know that it's okay to struggle with these things if you are. That you're not alone. That I am so confused. My husband is supportive. He does not understand it. But he's supportive. He's like, whatever you want me to do, dude, I'll do it. Or I'll support you in whatever you want to do or not do. So I do appreciate that, and I appreciate all my friends that are there for me to hear me bitch and cry and panic. <laughs> so thank you very, very much. I appreciate it. Anywho, let's for real get on with the interview. I absolutely love this, and I know you will too. Okay, so I would love to hear about your new book, Postcards from the Universe, Global Movement to Manifestation. So... In our circles, the witchcraft and the witchy persons type circles, manifestation is kind of like, that's what we do. We manifest things using, using um, the power of words, the power of the earth and the elements. And I'm excited to see your take on this because in your bio, it said you use photography, art, and your own power to create and like manifest your dreams. Mm -hmm. So can you tell me just a little bit about the concept of your book? Sure. So Postcards uh, to the Universe came out in November of 2019, officially. That was my birthday. Mm -hmm. um, so the, the how it started was I started to learn about manifestation and the law of attraction. And I'm an artist and a photographer. That's, that's my background. Mm -hmm. So I've always used and loved handwriting and, and created like, you know, um, wishes and I would do little like magic spells with letters and all that stuff. So that was already kind of in my DNA, I guess I would say. So when I started to learn about manifestation, which only happened after I um, started studying it, when I was asking the question, why does this keep happening to me? Why did this happen? <laughs> you know, those kind of things, realizing we're conscious co-creators. I mean, we are co-creators with the universe. Most of the time we're unconscious, but I wanted to learn how to be conscious about doing it. So my process usually goes like this, and this is what I teach in workshops that I do. I have people create a sacred space 
and we sort of get into that energy and that vibe of creation, which is really powerful for manifestation, right? Because the universe responds to our energy, not just what we want, because if it responded to what we want, <laughs> right, it would look super different than what it does. Usually we're in the energy of lack wanting something when we're asking for it. So I use that creative space to get into the abundance energy. And then I have people either use photographs, they can use visual, it's kind of like mini vision boarding. So they can, they can make a postcard that's like a mini vision board. But I'll have people make like really specific uh, postcard on what it is that they want to manifest. So they can cut and paste from a magazine, they can draw, they can paint, they can use their own photos and write in an affirmative statement in a sort of like a declaration that they already have what it is that they want to bring. So I have people release the postcards to me, which is really hard. So they're sort of letting it go, sending it out. And they'll contact me when their manifestation becomes their reality. And then I creatively photograph the postcard. And that's the stories that are in my book. So there's 30 stories, including mine, that are in the book of people's manifesting postcards, how it came into the reality, and then my photo of their postcard. That is so cool. That is so unique. I absolutely love this concept. For those of the listeners out there that do not have a, a solid grasp on what manifesting actually is, because I have been asked this in the past, like what actually is manifesting? Like what is that word mean in this context? Yeah, so basically what manifesting is, is you're creating in your reality a dream, a desire, a wish, something that you want to bring in. So for example, let's say you wanted to manifest a new career, right? you would be working on bringing that new career into your reality. It could be a relationship, it could be anything. And it's by using the law of attraction. And the law of attraction basically means is like attracts like. So if you're in the vibration of what it is that you want to attract, it will come to you. That that's perfect. I love that definition. Like that was absolutely perfect. <laughs> well, I'm trying to do it simply because it, it can get really complicated and it doesn't have to be. Absolutely. Like it, it's a very, it's, you can either go as deep or as, <laughs> or right. as, as, as not deep as you want to, as far as manifestation goes. I love the idea that you use um, photography and artwork and you let people like use that creative force within us like you can use that sacral chakra energy that we have and create something of our own so you so you have a photography and art background because i was reading mm -hmm. about kind of what you've done and you did a photography kind of a how-to thing on how to photograph children and animals so that kind of intrigued me i was like oh, how did you go from photographing animals and kids to using this gift that you have in manifesting. Okay, so 
years ago, I wrote that little how-to book. Um, I was working with animals, actually. I was photographing dolphins. I used to be a staff photographer, and I photographed therapy with dolphins with uh, developmentally disabled children. So I did that for many, many years, seven years. So I was kind of in that space when I wrote that book about, and I, and I, um, have a big family and I've always been photographing all the kids in the family. And so it kind of just went with the territory and I wanted to create something that I thought, you know, this was a book that I published myself on Amazon. It was self-published. So that's how that kind of started. And I manifested this job without knowing I manifested this job, which is interesting in and of itself. I only realized that much later, but then when the job ended, so a few things happened, and that's what made me start looking about the law of attraction and manifestation. At the same time, I was leaving the job, I was moving, and I was going through a divorce. So it kind of all happened at once. So I was in that stage, like, what am I going to do next? Why is all this happening? Why did all this happen at once? And that's what started me in my learning and focusing on the law of attraction and manifesting and, and becoming more spiritually aware of what is going on in my life and why these things are happening. So from there, it just kind of migrated um, to photographing, using photography and art, because that is my love, and, and combining it with manifestation. And I thought, well, how can I do it in a unique and creative way? Because that's how I always think of everything. How can I do this in my own unique and creative way? And that's kind of the short version. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So I, and I love when people take what they're passionate about, what they truly like their gift and they can make it into something that they can share with other people. So I really feel like what you do is share your gift with others. And I think that's fabulous. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. I love doing the workshops. Um, I love getting the postcards in the mail. So you don't have to do a workshop to make a postcard. So I get postcards in my letterbox all the time and I just get so excited. <laughs> I'm like a kid in a candy store when I get, like I get a new postcard and I'm like, I just want to tell everybody, if you do send me a postcard, you don't have to put your name on it, but do me a favor, just shoot me an email to be like on the lookout because sometimes I'll get a postcard and I'll have no clue who and where it came from. And, you know, of course I want to know more about this person. And, and then of course I want to hear when their manifestation becomes reality, you know, like share, I want to share your story. Absolutely. I think that's pretty cool. So a postcard from the, or to the universe literally is that like mm -hmm. your workshops or on their own, they can create this, like you said, mini I love this. It's a mini vision board, mail it to you. And that's like, for me as a practicing, like for, for I'm a, a practice witchcraft, I am a practicing pagan. And when I manifest, it's not a postcard, but I will write down everything that I want to do this, this quarter, like this phase mm -hmm. or whatever, this lunar cycle. And I burn it. And then I take the ashes and I let the wind take it most often. And that's my way of like, Mm -hmm. letting it go. <laughs> like, here's what I want. And he, you know, I let it go into the universe. I think that your particular way of doing this, like giving this over to another fellow human, mm -hmm. <laughs> I think it's so vulnerable. And I think that adds another layer to it. Like when I started thinking about the things I wrote last time I did this, I, I started like 
I, I hold them close. Like, I don't want anybody to know what I did. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, I was thinking about your, your process and how you did this. And doing that, I think, would add, for my own practice, add a little bit deeper um, manifestation because I'm literally letting it go. I'm literally sending this to another person <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to share my wants, my needs, my dreams. And I think that is so freaking cool. So thank you. I, yeah, I like that too about it because, um, first of all, you're right. People have to be really vulnerable. It's hard to release it, but that's part of the process, right? Because if we hold on to something too tightly, it, 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 we have too much anxiety around it. So we're blocking it actually from coming. So we have to release it. And then I always think of myself as, like when I said about the magic, I always think what I do in my little magic in your story is I am really conscious about how I want to photograph it and how I want to help accelerate that process, you know, and sprinkle my little creative dust on it and just be like, okay, universe, we're really serious. This person's really serious. I'm really grateful that I got to share in this with somebody else. So how can we make it I don't know, beautiful, because that's what I want everything to look like, right? As a photographer, I want it to be beautiful. Yeah. I think that's, I, I'm going to have to do this. Like, I, I started reading about what you do in this book. I'm like, I got to do this. I think this is so cool. So you'll be getting, uh, after I, I want to read the rest of it. Okay, I, good. Yes, I love it. <laughs> I, I'm partaking in this. I think this is such a cool freaking idea. So I had a couple of questions. I was on your site and you mm-hmm. mentioned you have two basic, the two biggest components to shift your energy to like, to be in alignment with what you want to mm-hmm. manage. And I'm very curious if you'd like to at least give us one of those things. Okay. Two biggest. Okay. So you want two, but one of the two biggest components in manifesting? Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, this is something that I think is so super important. And, you know, kind of like when people are in the spiritual realm and talking about light, they don't like to talk about the dark side, right? But we know there's a dark side. So most of our dark sides, and I would have to say probably about 99% of the people that I've ever come across, and I don't know if I've ever come across anybody except for maybe a small child who does not have this, but if they live long enough, they'll get it, is on some level deep down inside, we learn that we are not worthy, we are not good enough, and we do not deserve, right? Absolutely. Right. Okay. I've had, I have it. I've had it. I've worked on it. It's much better. I still catch myself getting there sometimes. So I think working on your self-worth is the most important thing to manifesting that and gratitude for what you already have. Those are the two. So if you do feel that you're not good enough, my first advice before you even send a postcard is work with somebody to work that stuff out. Absolutely. Learn to love yourself because once you love yourself and you feel worthy of all those things that you want, they're going to come. I, I 100% wholeheartedly agree with that. I think self-worth is something everyone struggles with. I don't mm-hmm. care what gender you um, embrace or or where you live, or how you grew up, I think everybody has mm-hmm. some some level of of 
feelings of unworthiness. Like, why should I achieve that? I'm just this lowly, whatever. And I think it's something that everybody can use help in, no matter how confident you seem. Mm-hmm. Because I know, I know I've been accused of being, oh, well, you sound so confident. What's, what's, what's your secret? Dude, I, every time I do a podcast, I get nervous. Every time I do an, an, an interview, I have the imposter syndrome every mm-hmm. single time. And, and it's just rewording it. Like I literally have to stop shaking in my boots and say, okay, stop it. <laughs> right. You know, I have to do, I do a lot of uh, reframing of my negative. Me too. And that's how, that's the only way in the moment that, that I can keep a handle of that. But it's, it's a struggle. It's a struggle for everybody, no matter how they seem, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all have it. And um, I think it's good that you pointed that out because I have, in, on our, in our community, in the witchcraft community, I will get messages from people. I did this manifestation work. I did this spell, the manifest a, B, and C, mm-hmm. nothing is happening. And I don't right. understand. So that's what I'll ask them. Like, first of all, for me, gratitude is a huge thing. So first mm-hmm. of all, have you, do you, are you thankful for the things you have? Do you have a house over your head, you know, a roof, do you have food, do you have clothing, the basic necessities to live? Do you have those things? And are you recognizing the blessings that are coming to you because you're blinded by the big shiny star that you're heading? You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, I do. So mm-hmm. that's usually what I tell people. Like, take a chill pill, see what you're actually missing. And then ask yourself if, if you would give you what you want. Like if you had a second you that could give you this thing that you want, would you give it to yourself? Would you find yourself more worthy than the guy next to you or as worthy as the, as a stranger walking down the street? Like to me, that's how I point out to people how they feel about themselves. It's sometimes a very, (laughs) it's not something you want. (laughs) <laughs> exactly but it's it's a it's a truth and and it's not ar- arrogance and being an e and having a big ego is not actually security that's actually an insecurity so don't worry about being arrogant it's not about that it's about do you know you 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 see your neighbor say gets a brand new you know expensive car you know and you think oh good for them now if do you feel like if that's something that you would want do you deserve that do you feel that you that you're entitled to have that and that's not taking away from anybody else it's not comparing yourself to anybody else but a lot of times we don't think we're worthy of those things that we say we so desperately want and that's why when you're offering magical spells and rituals for people to do to manifest, which is basically what postcards is. It's just right. my own take on a, on a, on a magic spell, right? <laughs> which I love, <laughs> um, you know, but do you feel that you deserve it? And um, yes, you do. Cause we all do. Cause we were all created right to yeah. be here for a reason. So we're all worthy of it. And it's, it's learning how to really believe that. And it's a process. It's a lot of inner work. It's a lot of painful work sometimes, but it's so rewarding when you start to really say, you know what? I feel good about who I am. A hundred percent. Yes. I love that. I love what I love about this in particular is that this is a witchy, like to me, when I was looking at all this, I'm like, this is awesome. This is like a totally for me, a totally new way to do, like if I wanted to manifest, I don't know, a new, a new car or whatever, 
uh, this is a totally new way for me to go about that. And I am all about like learning from others and taking what I, what resonates with me. So this is so cool. And I know our, my listeners are going to love this because a lot of us are very creative. We love to, Mm -hmm. to do the creative stuff like vision boards and journaling and things like this and this is like takes that up so many notches <laughs> I think adds so many layers of intention on it and for for me as far as how I my like my theory of magical manifestation the more layers of intention you have mm-hmm. the more effective I, in my experience the more effective that manifestation will be I agree. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. I think because a lot of people will create something and then they'll be like, okay, and then they roll their eyes and they'll be like, yeah, right. Well, you just kind of canceled your order. (laughs) It's like if you order at a restaurant and you give them this elaborate, you know, dinner that you want and then you know it's going to be created beautifully. And then as the waiter's walking away, you're like, excuse me, nah, forget it. Right? It's not going to come. So you have to have faith and know that you deserve it. I mean, you never think that you deserve the plate that's put down in front of you when you're at a restaurant, do you? You know you deserve the food you just ordered. So it kind of like, I try to play mind tricks on myself to sort of remind me to keep, to keep up my own practice. Mm-hmm. Uh, 100, yeah. <laughs> it's a, I will get sidetracked with other, uh, if I am, I, and I, I don't know if this is the Gemini, I, mean, I don't know, but I will go like completely obsessive trying to help others. I will forget completely about my own, uh, my own self-care and the things I should be doing to keep myself, my cup full. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'll be helping others and then I'm not understanding why my life is like all of a sudden dropping off and like, oh, that's right. I can help other people and- And myself. Are you a Gemini today yeah. also? Yeah. Oh, really? When's your birthday? June 4th. Oh, okay. Mine's June 19th. Gemini's. (laughs) Yes. And and I do that. I will get completely obsessive about Mm -hmm. a cause or, or whatever it is. Um, and I will just drop everything that I was doing and then go, well, why the heck didn't that work? And then Mm -hmm. I have to look at myself and go, dude. (laughs) Yeah. Take your own advice. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Plus, as Gemini's, we just have that airy nature about us. Our mind's in 15 different places at once. It's sometimes hard for me to reel myself in and focus. Yep. And my husband will never, he's a Virgo, and he will never get how I can. Like, he can be watching Netflix, <laughs> and I can be watching a pretty in-depth show, mm-hmm. and be on my laptop, also chatting with my friends. Me too. And <laughs> like, website work. I'll be, like, updating my website. He's like, can't you watch the show? I'm like, I know exactly yeah. what's happening. <laughs> I'm watching, and I'm doing this, exactly. Like, this is what I, this is how I thrive. If I'm doing one thing, and that's it, I struggle with keeping myself in those boundaries. So I'll fight that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of us do that too. You know, we, um, we don't take as much time on ourselves, um, for our own self-care as we would for our loved ones. We'll put ourselves second. And I know, you know, not that men don't do it too, but I do notice that women seem to do that a little bit more than men do. Oh yeah. Yeah. They'll put themselves last. And we do, especially and like, I know as a mom, like Mm -hmm. my child is like, fly fly she's going to be an adult and she's getting her own apartment and I'm an empty nester now just recently and it's weird not 
be like when we get up in the morning, usually my entire routine was revolved around making sure that she, you know, had breakfast or she was mm -hmm. ready and ask her what she was going to do today and get my husband off to work. And then I could do what I wanted to do. And mm -hmm. now it's completely like up in the air. I'm like, what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. So this is a perfect time for you to make a postcard. <laughs> <laughs> For real, like I, I have just like of course I cried about it for quite a while, and now I have gotten this <laughs> new realization. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have gone 18 years in this one role, and I'm mm -hmm. still a mom, but I'm in a mom in a different role now. So I have to figure out who that is for me, and that's yeah. the one thing I'm kind of like, it's evolving <laughs> daily. First, first thing I did was just add one more pot of coffee to my day because. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> it's exciting for you because your your early years of rearing are behind you and now she's coming into adulthood so you get to completely like reinvent all these things about yourself that you want to do so it's exciting and scary it, it is and I totally like I did manage to because I have like an I call it my eight head I don't know how forehead I have an eight head so every once in a while, I will try to do bangs, and I have a horrible cowlick, and it looks, it, I look awful in bangs. So I did escape the um, quarantine without bangs, but I dyed my hair blue, and then yesterday, it wasn't enough to have blue hair for this new phase. I had to cut it off. Like, I cut off, like, eight inches of hair. Oh, wow. <laughs> I got done. He likes it. He's like, was this a, cause he's, he's getting used to like, if something happens in my life, I don't know why, but I always color my hair or do something drastic like that. Right. And that's like, was the hair about Maddie? I'm like, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> possibly. That's cute. That's so, what you go to. Yeah. Yep. yep. I mean, I think last, like a big, big change I had, I, I chopped my bangs off and like dyed it purple and this time it's blue and short. So <laughs> That's awesome. That yeah, I don't do that too much with my hair. Although I do like to do the bangs, but the problem is I live in Florida and I, it's so sweaty that my bangs get gross and stuck oh. to my forehead. <laughs> so yeah. it's just easier to wear it up. I know. And that's usually what I end up doing. And I wish I could do bangs, but I have like this nasty, it's, and it's a general, like my mother has it. My daughter, I, my poor daughter, I gave it to her. Like we all have this massive cowlick right in the middle of our head and it's, so it doesn't yeah. lay right. It doesn't no, lay right. It looks <laughs> awful. It looks like a, like those videos on YouTube of haircut fails. Like it doesn't matter who cuts my hair and gives me bangs. It always. <laughs> <laughs> well, good thing during quarantine, you didn't give yourself that look again. No, my husband <laughs> reminding me no bangs, no bangs. Thank you. <laughs> so we went blue. So I would like to have you talk a little bit about, you have a radio show that turned into a podcast. Mm-hmm. So I have a radio show. It's on Wednesdays at four um, on one, two radio.com. And what I do is I don't take every show, but I'll take at least three shows out of the month mm -hmm. and I turn it into a podcast. Yeah. So I figured cool. because people, a lot of people might not know one, two radio or where to find it. It's online radio. It's started by Mark Husson, who has, um, he created one, two on the, he's a astrologer. So, you know, the 12 astrology. So that's how he created it. So my radio show is on there. And I thought, Ooh, let me 
why am I not making this a podcast? Nowadays, you know, we can do podcasting ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's really easy to do. There's a lot of programs out there we can use. So I just, I, I just decided why not? And I noticed that cause you can see where it's downloading, you know, right. You oh, can yeah. see who's downloading it. It's coming from people in other countries are listening and I'm like, no way. That's so <laughs> awesome. So yeah. So, and, and then of course the podcasts you can listen to anytime and it's postcards to the universe with Melissa. So it's easy to find them on all the podcasting uh, networks and it's on my website too. That is awesome. And your website is Melissa, is it Caprio or Caprio? It's Caprio. That's my photography website, (laughs) melissacaprio.com. But my postcard website is postcardstotheuniverse.com. So that has my book, um, my blog, my podcast, a link to the radio show. And then I just created this super cool, um, workbook. It's a 30 day workbook and it's using photography and gratitude for manifestation. Ooh, I want to do that. How do we sign up for that? It's super easy. It's downloadable. It's $29. So it's just less than a dollar a day and it's, 44 pages long. And so I have it broken down in sort of like my book, um, finances, health, relationships, and um, what, oh, and then self-worth. And, and it's all based on gratitude. So I give photo prompts in each category about what you can do to use your phone. Cause right. We all have our phones now that take cameras and creating a um, visual. It's a, so it's a visual, uh, gratitude journal is what you're going to be creating with photography, gratitude, manifestation. So I have it broken down with questions and, and, um, exercises for manifesting. So it's cool. Yeah. I, I love that. I'm totally going to do that. And I will make sure that I have in the show notes and in all of our podcast groups that I have, um, I will make sure that I have the link for everybody to to get your book. And then also for this, because I think this, it'd be cool to like get the book and then do the work. Like I'm a, I have to do things in order. That's one of my like weird, (laughs) (laughs) it's a weird quirk I have. So I have to. No, that's cool. Yeah. It's called manifesting through gratitude, a 30 day visual challenge. Okay. Mm -hmm. That is so cool. Maybe we'll have to do like a, after this comes out, maybe I'll do like a 30 day Thing in our group in the fa- in the podcast group and everybody mm-hmm. this can kind of share and 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 we could kind of do it together It'd be fun. yeah that would be really cool oh my god it's it, it, it's something that I've been wanting to create and since quarantine is here it's mm-hmm. given me the time <laughs> to create it right yes <laughs> yes and that's quarantine oh my gosh quarantine for me I am a weird Gemini I'm totally an introvert by nature. Mm-hmm. Me too. Um, so this was no big deal. I was like, whatever, I can stay home for as long as I can. <laughs> it's not about me any, as long as I have the internet and like my books and my animals, I'm good. Yeah. But it had, I mean, it wasn't easy, but it has taught me, like I, I, I journal. I am a journal addict and I was journaling about what um, quarantine has, the positive stuff, because I'm cheesy and I like to write everything like the silver lining. Um, so I was writing about that and it has given me a new perspective on the town I live in. The town Mm. I live in is super small. We have, Mm. I think there's nine churches and there's less than 30 or 300 people in our town. Oh my God. 
it is very, I mean, like it any day, like you can hear somebody target shooting in the back hill. Like it is, <laughs> it is it's pretty oh, country. So I'm, sure. I'm not their favorite person. I am the blue haired lady mm. in the house and, you know, at the top of the hill that practices witchcraft and they right. don't understand it. And that's fine. And I was pre-quarantine, I was pissed off at this entire town. I was so tired of being, you know, talked about. And it really does not affect me, but it was irritating. And mm -hmm. like after about 12 weeks of quarantine and I hadn't seen anybody in the town, I'm like, you know what? This town is fine. I don't have to engage in any of this drama. I, I, I can live here peacefully for as long as I want and still mm -hmm. coexist. Like it totally gave, gave me a whole new I don't perspective. Know. It did. And we were literally like trying to find a home. We were going to move out of state. And you know what? Someday we might. But right now it doesn't feel urgent anymore. Mm -hmm. Like we're kind of, both my husband and I got that same perspective. We're like, dude, we can totally be here and not have to, like, we don't have to, we can choose not to engage. And that is the best gift I could have been given. It was very timely. So I love how the universe works in those ways. Cause I was literally ready to like dig a hole out of this place. <laughs> That's interesting. Did you do any like um, rituals around it? Like acceptance or like, okay. I did a really, I can't remember what full moon it was. I like to release things on the full moon. Mm -hmm. So as the moon, you know, gets smaller and, and mm -hmm. I, I like to do that. I, I release on that moon. And I had released, I, I wanted very badly to release my anger. I was eating me inside it. We had mm. a lot of bullying problems with my daughter. And it got, I mean, short stories, the law was involved and nothing really happened. And it was very, very mm. um, traumatic for all of us. And I was just so angry. And I did this ritual finally. I'm like, I gotta let this out because it was affecting my body. I felt sick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Pull that energetic sludge. I'm like, I gotta get out. So I did a ritual and of course I like to burn things. <laughs> yeah. I do a lot of burning rituals too myself. It, it feels good. It and does I, feel good. Every yucky self-thought thing. I was like, why are the, why am I so mad? So I asked myself, why, like, what am I feeling? Like when they say the crazy lady on the hill, what does that make me feel? And it made me feel un unliked, un unwanted, unworthy. Mm -hmm. That made me mad. <laughs> right, of course. Yeah, so I wrote all that stuff down. Every crappy thought I had in my head, I put it on a piece of paper and I just sat and I pretend like in my mind, I'm really visual. So I visualized those words literally like lifting off the paper and just kind of floating up to the, to the sky. And I meditated like that for quite a while. And then I wrote down everything that I'm thankful for because I live here. So mm -hmm. I love my home. I love this little cottage house. I love my yard, all my plants. There's mm -hmm. like three or four people that are really, really nice to me here. So I wrote it on all those things. And I sent that out to the universe and I'm not kidding. Like afterwards, I felt like I was floating. Like yeah. I, I felt like that physical weight just drop off my shoulders and I was able to start that process into forgiving them for being the way they were, because honestly, they're not taught any different. It's right. Not, I mean, they, we all have choices and they are our responsibility, but they haven't been educated. So I'm probably their first <laughs> weirdo that they <laughs> So I decided I wanted to be the nice weirdo who can be tolerant, um, not walked on, but tolerant and educate. So that's kind of 
my metamorphosis during quarantine. No, that's good. That's good. It's interesting how being in this quarantine is changing so many of our perspectives, right? Yeah, yeah it really is. It really, really is. I, I am okay because I am a homebody. I work from home, so I'm <laughs> home a lot anyway. So it has actually given me a little bit of a break in the sense that it's taken some of the pressure off of all the things that I thought that I needed to like get out there and do. Mm -hmm. So in that way, I, it has been a blessing. I think it's been a blessing for Mother Nature, that's for sure, <laughs> not having us all up in her face all the time <laughs> but you know I have I have to admit I'm going a little stir crazy I miss you know I miss going and having dinner with friends or going to you know art events I go to a lot of art events in the community because I'm an artist so all those have been shut down so I do miss that yeah that's understandable I I do miss like I we were all looking forward to we had some pagan festivals to go uh, to. Oh, right. And those all got canceled. So all of our spring and summer festivals are no longer. So we all kind of have to either do it within your coven if you have one or by yourself. So it is changing the way I've noticed uh, we each practice our spiritual craft. So mm -hmm. I'm fine with being by myself. I would, but I was looking so much forward to being with other like-minded individuals. Like that was sure exciting for me. But um, I have learned that, you know, that, that will come when it's ready. Right. It might not have been ready. And then others that are normally super social with their practice have had to learn how to do it by themselves. So it's kind of shaping mm -hmm. all a new way to look at our spirituality. Um, and I know I've got some, uh, listeners that, you know, they practice witchcraft as a secular, mm -hmm. um, craft and even them, the way they have changed is kind of cool to watch. Um, I think we've yeah. all learned. Like, I definitely have learned some new things about myself and my craft and my spirituality has been, everybody's spirituality has got to have been tested at least once or twice in the last like, yeah. three or four months. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so, we've all been tested and um, I think, Very true. I think it's good. I think, like, in, I interviewed Danielle Dolsky and she was talking about last week about how when we feel comfortable, mm -hmm. that's when we need to, like, if you feel comfortable, you're not changing. You're not evolving because you're not growing. Like, no, right. change is not comfortable, no matter what kind of change it is. It could be a, an exciting new adventure where we move into this beautiful, we kind of were thinking about moving to Missouri, but even thinking about that made me uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Change is usually not comfortable and growth <laughs> usually is not comfortable. It, that's it's growing pains. That's why they call it growing pains, right? <laughs> exactly. So I think that, I mean, this has been a horrible worldwide mm -hmm. yeah. tragic event. And I don't want to take away from that part of it, but I do think it has given us all a space to growth it, for mm -hmm. growth if you wanted to. I agree. I agree with you a hundred percent. I am looking forward to, you know, the doors opening without masks though I have to say <laughs> like I have to run out to the store later because I need to go to the pharmacy and get a few things and I'm like did I wash my mask because I have the cloth masks you know so I wash them I'm like oh yeah okay I did wash it <laughs> that is weird it's like that's become our new reality my new mm -hmm. is a mask Mm -hmm. I know so it's so strange it's like, so strange I'm like why do I don't need to put lipstick on what are you doing <laughs> and I like I went and got my hair cut for the first time since 
since all this quarantine thing. And, you know, we all have to wear masks. And that was the weirdest thing, like, because normally, you know, it's a total social bond. Sure. Yeah. And, and I did not realize how much seeing someone's whole face is a part of the social experience. So it was mm -hmm. totally It really is. It really is. <laughs> I, I cannot wait. I think uh, here in Nebraska, they're allowing that uh, the mask rule to be dropped if the business owner so chooses. I think mm. next, next week for us. I don't know if it's, I don't know. I don't even try to keep up with what's yeah. the right thing to do in these things. I'm like, I'll do that. You do you, I do me, and that's kind of exactly. <laughs> yeah, and you're in a smaller community too, so you probably don't have as many crowded people here. That would be scary here. Here, <laughs> I think there's 300 people on this block. Yeah, truthfully, I, it was culture shock. I I grew up here, but I went to the Navy, and I ended up living in San Diego for almost 10 years. And I oh, okay love San Diego. I yeah, love San Diego's culture. beautiful. Ugh. like you could experience any kind of food at any point like I would like Brazilian food I'm gonna go downtown and get that or Thai food or mm -hmm. any, any kind of culture experience I want to go to a musical any Friday Saturday you could just go pick one and go <laughs> yeah it's different I I miss that so I, I imagine San yeah it's a real I really like San Diego too it's beautiful and beautiful weather <laughs> It is. It's the perfect weather. The humidity is per everything's perfect about. I mean, there's they they call it the sunshine tax, and that's why. <laughs> <It's> right. <laughs> that's why. It's why exactly. Well, how if anybody listening to this would mm -hmm. like to get a hold of you about your book or need some advice or would like to connect, how can they do that? Well, I'm, a, I'm on all the social media platforms, so you can find me if you look up postcards to the universe.com mm -hmm. or just postcards to the universe, you'll find me. But you can find me on my website. You can email me. Um, you can contact me on my Facebook page, my Instagram page. Um, page, Twitter, however you want. You can ask me if you want to create a manifesting postcard and you have questions, you can ask me. If you sign up for my newsletter, <clears throat> I have a section on my website that says how it works. If you sign up for the newsletter um, in the email, you'll get a little gift and it tells you how to create a manifesting postcard. So anybody can do that. Um, and yeah, that's the best way to find me. I did also just create during this quarantine a Facebook group, which is a public group, and it's called uh, Postcards of Love. So if you want to join the group and you want to post anything inspirational, your artwork, um, anything that's uplifting, you can share in the group too. So I, I just did that during the quarantine. I love that. <laughs> yeah. So every day, so what I'm noticing is what's happening is it forces me to look for positive things. Yes. A lot of the stuff I post are beautiful photos, but I am, you know, a little biased towards <laughs> photography. So, but if I find an inspirational story or somebody's artwork or something and, and I'll share it. So mm -hmm. I'm like folk making my brain look for the good things yes. instead of focusing on the bad, which we have a tendency to do, especially when we're in crisis. Absolutely. It's mm -hmm. easier. <laughs> Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's easier to it really find. is. It's it's easy to get sucked into the negative vortex, it, it and we want to we want to not do that as much as possible. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. I guess. Wait, I want to ask one thing. If you could tell anybody 
like one tip, like what one tip for getting what you want to, for making the life that you want? Gratitude yeah. for what you already have. And that's what that whole course I just created is. It's all about learning how to look for the things in our lives that we're already grateful for. Because when you're already grateful for something, then what the universe responds to is your energy of gratitude and you will bring more and more of those things into your life. Absolutely. I love that. Perfect. Well, I know everybody is going to love this interview. I know they're going to love the book. I will make sure I have all of the links to get a hold of you and to get your book and to sign up for this manifestation class or this workbook. I'll make sure Thank I have you. all of that because I know that they're going, I am excited. I'm totally, as soon as we get done here, I'm going to go download it. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. And it's do it on your own time. So there's no checking in. It's, yeah. it, this is, yeah, I figured this is perfect for also, I mean, even though we are slowly both going and opening back up, we're going to be doing it very slowly. Yeah. So this is perfect for is. to do over the next 30 days. It's super timely, <clears throat> super timely. Well, I so appreciate you having me as your guest. Thank you so much. I really had a good time. Me too. Thank you so much. Well, that was such a fun interview. I was re-listening to it while I was editing and I was smiling and getting motivated and inspired to do more manifestation work. I did downla download uh, her 30-day her manifestation thing and I'm super excited. I haven't started it yet because I kind of want to wait and see if anybody in our group would like to do that as well. You can go to Postcards to the Universe and you can read all about her book. Um, if you click on courses, you can go straight to where she offers all of her courses. She has a podcast as well that you can go check out called Pet Postcards to the Universe. Um, what else? She has a blog. Um, anyway, you guys need to come check her out. She has got a lot of stuff uh, that you guys can really, really use. She also has a Facebook page called Postcards to the Universe that you can go like. I would love to give away uh, one of these books. So stay tuned on the Witchy Woman podcast page for giveaway um, details. If you would like to download her Manifesting Through Gratitude, go to Postcards to the Universe and click on Courses and you'll see a drop down and click on Manifesting Through Gratitude Course. And what that is, is a digital download and it's $29 and it is, I downloaded it and it, it's totally worth it. I'm super excited to be able to do this. Um, I think it's kind of a fun and timely time good god I can't think of words today but anyway it's an appropriate time for us to do some inner work to do some gratitude work and I really appreciate Melissa for coming on and sharing her time with me and with you now if you guys would like to get a hold of her go to her website um, postcards to the universe also go to melissacaprio.com what else am I missing? Oh, if you want to go to our groups, if you want to join our group, our group is Witchy Woman Friends. Now, that is where you can have a safe space to express your witchy self. Um, and it is a close or a private group. So unless somebody's already in the group, they're not going to see what you post. So if you haven't come out of the broom closet yet, you can totally post there and nobody will know. We also have a coven called WW Coven. If you'd like to join that, you can go to my website, witchywomanpodcast.com and click on join the coven. Please check out our 
sponsors. Uh, we have Rena Dwelly of Holistic Healing Therapeutics, Lavender Potions, and Shelly Leggett, and Brandy Burrow, uh, and she is a intuitive medium and astrologer. So if you could please check them out, uh, click on the sponsors tab and give their sites some love. Each of them have amazing magical gifts and uh, products to be uh, to, to that they sell and I would really appreciate if you could just at least if you can't buy anything from them Please go to their website and give them some traffic. <laughs> I really really appreciate that and I know they will too I hope everybody is he healthy and safe right now. I know it is a super tumultuous chaotic time in our existence um, Ground yourselves make sure you're doing something like meditation at least sit two or three minutes, you know, minimum, and just breathe, listen to some relaxing music, do some self-care, guys. It is, a lot of us, I know, are empaths and are sensitive and are taking in a lot of this shitty energy that's going around right now, so make sure you are grounding and meditating, Cut your do cut cord cuttings, things like that right now are super important for all of us because I know a lot of us are doing the work. We're going out there and we're protesting and ra going to rallies. You're um, educating ourselves and um, this is not an easy time, but it needs to be done and uh, I know it's uncomfortable, but change is never comfortable and big change can't be comfortable. So flow with it. Don't fight it. <laughs> if you feel like you're um, changing spiritually, just flow with it. It's all part of the process. If you have any questions or need some support, you can always uh, get me on email, witchywomanpodcast at gmail.com. You can DM me on Instagram at witchywomanpodcast. I'm on Twitter. Go to my, our Facebook page, um, Witchy Woman Podcast. Hit like, please. <laughs> and don't forget to go over to her website or her Facebook page, Postcards to the Universe, and like their page too, or her page as well. So that's all I have got. <laughs> Thank you so much for sitting with me and being the one constant in my my existence right now you guys and this podcast and my husband <laughs> and my friends i guess i have a lot more constants than i thought but anyway i appreciate you guys and i love you lots so as always stay witchy Bye bye